0: Heard around the world on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande. Hello and welcome to Cannabis
2: Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name's Blue, alongside of me is Mr. Joe
3: Grande, and you are now tuned into the greatest cannabis show on the planet. Thank you guys all for listening to the show, Cannabis Talk 101, all around the world. Yes. Check out our website, cannabistalk101.com, as we well, are the world's number one source for everything cannabis. So many great blogs and articles on there for you to read. Check that out and call us up anytime. 1-800-420-1980. That's right, 1980. Not only was it a good year, the last four digits on this phone. Number. Hey. Ah. Yeah. Go check out our IG pages at Cannabis Talk 101. Blue is at the number one, Christopher Wright. Hello. And I am at Joe Grande 52 And if you're looking for a trusted cannabis seed at a fair price, you need to head to rocketseeds.com or on Instagram at Rocket underscore Seeds. Our guest today, this dude right here, boy, Wonder Brett. I mean, Brett Feldman, not only are you the president, co-founder of Wonder Brett, how great is that to the. Frickin' name alone Yeah, dope <laughs> you Use your name like Wonder and Brett Wonder Bread has been a must-have brand since about 2014 Now, Brett has been putting it down for the culture since the late 90s As being one of the guys that's one of the best cultivators in Los Angeles Are you born and raised in L.A.?
4: No, I was, I was actually uh, born in Florida But I've lived out here since I was like four months old So
3: Oh, uh, yeah. four months old okay. But
4: technically not born in L.A. Though. Isn't yeah. that funny, though, that that's you have to it.
3: say that? Four months yeah. and you're like, Well, I'm really from my, but four months I came here. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no You I mean, got LA on your body all day. Yeah, you're LA.
4: I don't know anything else really. It's is the best Yes. So So,
3: now that we know that, by 1999, his name rang bells with the signature strain OG Kush, bringing him his high profile clientele like, I don't know if you ever heard of these cats like Dr. Dre, Eminem, Exhibit, Be Real, and so many other cats that have fronted you and said, no, this is the guy right here. They put the stamp on you. Today, Brent continues to dominate the market with over 17 different handcrafted cannabis strains as well as a line of live resin cartridges and fruit chews. Check out the Wonder Bread storefront, open seven days a week at 314 North La Brea Avenue in Los Angeles. It's open from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. I can't wait to hear about your story and everything else. Let's give a warm welcome, you guys, to the Wonder Bread man himself, yeah. Brett. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Brett. You're, now I just got that because I was Wondering where you were from I want to get to know you Before we talk about the brand a little bit You came here obviously now from Miami Mom and dad It's four months how, how, what, Tell me the story
4: um, <clears throat> My my family is like a, Comes from like a catering background So uh, always like uh, Jewish delis my grandfather had in New York, and then my dad came out here and opened up a Jewish deli, too which one,
3: Do we know of it? Is it uh, I love Jewish delis, by the way, that's what I'm all, oh, well, I well, love matzo ball soup the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, uh, I don't mean, I mean, have the house right now <laughs> Yeah, I just I <laughs> love going uh, to kosher this, kosher that, I love that food I like all kinds of foods, but Jewish foods are great Yeah, So
4: he had a, his uh, sandwich shop, which was the deli on uh, Chatra Street in Granada Hills it basically right next to Gran- granada hills high school in san Fernando valley where i grew up and it was there for about 18 years uh you know he he got sick he had a heart attack we had to you know close the business and stuff like that and things kind of changed um kind of where right around the time when i started really taking off as a grower and kind of start to have this role reversal where i'm starting to pay for the family because we're having issues and stuff like that. sure so that's kind of where my background kind of comes from like a service industry background with with food and
2: how are your parents v- very americanized or
4: yeah you know my mom was uh uh she's still alive and she's uh the, she's the best she's like she's really fun she smokes a ton of weed no <laughs> nice. way yeah, 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 cool. yeah, yeah. Uh, she dope. smokes like almost more than i do i swear okay she huh? smokes a lot yeah she, well, if she's
3: got the plug yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always
4: keep her stocked up. As um, you should, yeah. you know. My, my dad passed away recently. About, uh, yeah, about a year ago. Oh, um, terribly sorry. Uh, how, how about? How, yeah, uh, he had a heart attack. Um oh, wow. You know, just complications from like I think the pandemic kind of really stopped Stress them him from. Up. Yeah, stopping them from exercise. exercise. Yeah. Kind of just kind of helped Declined him decline quicker yeah exactly
2: you know I, I i seen i feel like i've seen a lot of that you know even with ourselves i mean some of us have just you know and i i, I use myself as that too because a lot of us caught into you know just not exercising as much or not being out and active as much so next thing you know it's hard to come out of that you know you're like damn dude i i was you know a little leaner i was a little stronger i was a little more focused. the pandemic was real
3: for a lot of people
2: when i say
4: 21 days creates a habit so just imagine how many days we set up and was lazy yeah over
2: and over again yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah You know A lot of us Weren't lazy The whole yeah, well, <laughs> we uh, thing
3: But you know You couldn't yeah. really Do what you wanted To do exactly. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Brad, yeah. pop's yeah. passed, Mom's still around That's great You got you grew up in the valley That's good to know There Family business Good v- values there Jewish family It sounds like Unless you're just saying Your grandpa was Jewish And that's yeah, it Yeah that was about it, it. My yeah. dad
4: wasn't very religious We okay. saw, we did Christmas And Hanukkah And we did everything oh, both We sides. wanted yeah. yeah So and then like It's just It's never been like Oh one or the other It's just like we're having a good time with everything so yeah
3: those are always good like that yeah. right what, and what what favorite movie are you watching right now yeah. what are you gonna do i, I want to yeah, know uh, what are you watching or series, or series yeah
4: 1883 right now is is really good uh i'm on like the seventh or eighth episode wow it's 1883 what is it? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not hip i it, love
3: the, uh, this question because i'm just learning new shit every yeah, day yeah yeah it's
4: it's about this uh family uh called the duttons and they uh they're traveling across the U.S. in 1883 to try to get to like the Oregon Trail, and it's like told from this perspective, like this uh, this family and this young girl who's like 16 or something. It's pretty gnarly. It's kind of dark. In the
2: beginning, do they do they have like a, in the very beginning? Is it do they do like a whole thing where they hit them and they start shooting them all? Is that the one? I seen that. I yeah. did see that. I started watching that. I just the Netflix one? Yeah, right? Netflix or uh, Hulu
4: or something? I think I got it on uh, I don't
2: know where I watched it, but Prime or something, right? but, but I like, I just I so yeah, was maybe it's Prime. Yeah, it was probably <laughs> Prime. Um, but they they yeah, I've seen I seen the the intro of it and I was like, "Damn, and I started watching it for a little bit, but I didn't get too into it, but I'm going to start watching it now." Now I want to dive into did it. Did
4: you ever watch Yellowstone? No. So that's the one that oh. comes after that. Oh So the, it's like This is like the oh, the three yellowstone
3: Be- Yellowstone's big A lot of you Yeah on yeah That one So that, I didn't get a chance To watch that one either But I've heard nothing But great The People were dressed up Like that for Halloween Last year if I'm not mistaken A lot of Yellowstone characters mm-hmm. The main one
4: It's entertaining What kind of music You like I like everything really I, I spent a lot of time Uh In the recording studio, like, um, making hip-hop music for years, too. Just, like, making rock and hip-hop blends. Yeah, producing stuff. Yeah, producing and and writing. It
2: kind of goes hand-in-hand with the cannabis thing. Like, I mean, I've, I've had recording studios here in Orange County, and... You know, from, uh, like, Sublime to, well, with Rome. And so, like, Bug Gaw used to come record the albums. Mm-hmm. and Different artists, rappers, you know, from Warren G to, you know, Baby Bash to wh- whomever it was. I had a bunch of different artists. But it kind of all went hand in hand. I mean, I don't know your age. I'm I'm 44. But, but so back then, in the, you know, I was at Death Row in the 90s. So, you know, what, for me, it was just like, it was normal, you know. Kind of seems like you're part of that same culture.
4: Yeah, what's funny is, um, you remember where... Uh uh, dang, it's not uh, Can Am fun. Studios. I was gonna say Can Am because yeah, yeah. I'm, I was five doors down from Can Am. Okay, was no my, way. Yeah. that was where my recording studio was, yeah, is, right on oh, Oxnard, and yeah, yeah. Oxnard and Reseda, yeah, yeah. So I, I was there, yeah, I was yeah. there all the
2: time. Yeah, so you used to go. You were actually five doors down.
4: Five doors down is my recording studio. Oh,
2: so you were in the same that little back alley, that uh-huh. little. Oh no shit. Yeah, yeah. So you got to see it all.
4: Yeah, for I was there for like ten years.
2: I didn't know that. Yeah, you yeah. were right next door.
4: Yep, yeah, and then you have Chris Lord-Alge took over. K yep. was yeah, was, was like really famous, mixing well, engineer. Yeah. And um,
2: and so you were actually uh, produced. What was your studio called?
4: I, it was just yours. it was just mine. It was just yeah. Wonder Brett. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At that point it was like I was It was
2: really a grow, but it was <laughs> not, that was half
4: mine. <laughs> I, that was actually my first intention for this recording studio was to be like, Oh, I'm gonna put a little grow here. And then as soon as I moved in, I realized that these that the death Row was next door. Well that and well uh, <laughs> the landlords were like super uptight. They were like all up in your business. They had like yeah. walking in all the time. Oh. They had maintenance men coming in all the time. So I was like, oh, that's not going to work. So What
2: year was that that you were there? Um, the 90s or are you talking about
4: later? I was there a little bit after oh. Death Row. left. Oh, got right? you. Okay, so yeah. Death Row had left the building. I was like, I thought
2: we had the whole building. <laughs> so you guys did that. They, <laughs> yeah.
4: All four. Yeah. But there's there's 20 units in that place. Yeah, right? and so. then we used to go out
2: the back and, and there was a, uh,
4: uh-huh. uh the gym.
2: You know what I mean? I don't know if you knew about the gym. It's still there
4: yeah the gym is still there no shit. there's like crossfit going on there it's still a dope studio like there's so much history in there i mean yeah you had michael jackson in there you had you
2: know, mc Rolls- hammer yeah, rolling, rolling stones, stones. Yeah, yeah. yeah i mean there's just i mean the names can go on and only no, that
3: being from the valley right there and seeing all those groups and all the entertainment i mean you've seen it all being right there in los angeles growing it coming from this industry you've heard alternative rock talk about the valley you've heard Uh, Sherman Oaks, The Boulevard, I mean, and everything from all genres are right there as you created music. What is it that comes on that you could sing right away? If something comes on, you go, oh, I'm singing it. I mean... Because You've there's so much. Exactly. You mentioned feeling. Michael Jackson, this and that. I mean, what is it for Brett that goes, oh, shit, I'm singing this one?
4: I am terrible with lyrics, so I can't. I'm but ne- I mean, if like. Oh, you is know, it like a lot of that? Like Gretchen Wilson comes <laughs> oh, yeah, on, yeah, I yeah. sing the Like, bald. I'm no
3: redneck woman. Like, it's so weird that it's so, something random could come to my head that, I, oh, that song comes on and I'm singing it.
4: Oh, yeah. If, if it's, it comes on, then I can kind of. Finish the second half Of the sentence Yeah <laughs> Yeah yeah, yeah. What, What's a
3: random one that you, that you could finish That's a good song to, to get to know Brett a little more
4: I mean a lot of the The Nipsey hustle stuff like, Oh really Yeah Really Definitely uh, Last time that I chat Yeah I mean <laughs> uh, A lot of the Mac Miller stuff I love You know a lot, The problem is, is All my favorite rappers Are uh, you know They're passing away You know mm. uh, Take off uh, Yeah Rest man. in peace To him today You know That was like, yeah
2: That Last night right
4: yeah, early, early this, this morning, morning. actually well, yeah, for yeah. What was that minutes. about? It, he you know, he came to our store after the grand opening and supported, you know, bought a receipt lo- taller than him. You know, I mean like he had yeah. to have like 3 of his friends to finish the transactions cuz he was buying so much. Yeah. Um but it was like it's just crazy. I I don't know, I just kind of feel sometimes like uh I'm in this moment in, in life where I just I just it passed through so many things that I've did and was around all these things and just didn't even realize what it was going to become. Yeah, what it was going to become yeah. or, or or what it is to other people. Like, yeah. you're just in it and you're kind of so like tunnel vision on. It's all your it's things. your real life. and yeah.
2: and, and, and you know because I could understand it, right? So, you know, I used to come out and and it happened the other night. You know, someone's like, oh, you know, someone recognized me at a party or something. They're like, hey, dude, you know, blah blah They're like talking about me, and then I'm I'm reserved on how do I I start to say it. Because I don't want to sit here and say, dude, I'm sitting next to Wonder Bread, dude. guy guys got one of the dopest freaking studios. In, I mean, uh, uh, storefronts there. Storefronts and, and grows brands, and the whole period. thing in, in California, the United States, in the world. Wow. You know, and, and it's, it's amazing to be in that spot and to have those things. But when you start saying that to other people they look at it like oh you're just trying to show off or do these things and it sucks because you know you so you have to be conscious on how you do it you know because sometimes it just rubs you the wrong way or rubs someone else the wrong way but it's your reality you it's your day-to-day it's who you are so like you said you're not realizing like shit i you know i know snoop dogg you know i know yeah. you know i i worked with these guys i worked with those guys it's just a second nature for you
4: yeah i mean these uh these people are like I'm just as geeked out as everybody else is to, to like to meet them. I'm a fan. You yeah. know, like when Snoop or Bieber, these guys pull up at the grand opening to yeah. the store, like um, problem performed there, Pooh Bear was there, it was crazy. It was like uh it's kinda like out of like some sort of weird fantasy dream where that that yeah. comes true for you, right? Yeah. And uh, there's a there's just a lot of things that like I can't even still digest even that moment still like wow like that shit really happened uh, we really did that yeah did all you of did this that, yeah. yeah like I kind of I guess I see a lot of the things that we do from a inside perspective but also when I look at it I feel like uh, I'm looking at it from the outside too like right when you're
2: watching it yeah, yeah like, like, I feel uh. like wow
4: I'm like this is a fun show like what's gonna happen next and I'm like oh shit like I have to write what happens next or we have to write what happens next and this this story um for our, our whole brand and stuff and i think yeah yeah
3: it's like hey no, us, brett. everybody we got to re- keep writing it. yeah, yeah exactly.
0: some people look at it like a grand finale but it's really like the beginning of a great story is keep going and yeah. when did it yeah. open
3: Brett? when did wonder brett open
4: um it was uh yeah, 2021 i think yeah it's, it's only been open a little over a year yeah so it's 2021 it was uh july 8th yeah and uh it was cool the city came out did the ribbon cutting
2: such a big pop though you you came out right you know what when we come back I want to talk about your passion in the cannabis industry why you're truly here it's Cannabis Talk 101 we'll be right back after this
0: break we'll be right back
1: with Cannabis Talk 101
0: Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Turn your typical
3: into something special, you guys. When it comes to infused products, the flavor you taste should be just as enjoyable as the feeling you experience. Make sure you visit the website, As uh, If you missed the cooking show that we did with them, make sure you go back and listen to that podcast. Yeah. We had some amazing food and that creamer. Oh. I still need to make me some of that creamer. Man, homemade creamer. Oh, it was so good. Wonder Bread is in the building. Yes. Their building is literally in Los Angeles, 314 North uh, La Brea Avenue in Los Angeles open from 9 to 10 p.m. seven days a week. Brett, before we went to break, Blue asked a very good question and made a statement of why are you really into cannabis? Before we talk what about you all your wonderful about? brands that you have because so many SKUs that we want to get into and the look of the place is phenomenal. Yeah. Just Google it, IG it, whatever. Player. What yeah, it's very player. player. It is beautiful. But where does that passion and love for cannabis come from? Because you've been growing it, like you said, it's a youngster and helping your family out.
4: Yeah, um, <clears throat> again, thank you for all the, you know, compliments and praise about the store and the brand. <clears throat> for me, the brand has always been a vehicle for a lot of things, but for cannabis, like the second I actually smoked weed, I was like, "Oh, this is for me." Cuz I have uh, dyslexia and ADD. So
2: Ta-ta-ta-ta-ta.
4: Yeah, it's like, you know, I guess a lot of us have it and, you know, they give us these uh, pills when you're a kid they're like try this and it really kind of didn't work for me right like it kind of made me feel very uptight and tense and then i got to smoke weed uh bless my sister for uh introducing to me to you know yeah i i'd like uh found her bong she had like this you know double chamber graphics bong yeah right? old school graphics ones yeah, yeah. and cool. she had like fire weed you know like Her boyfriend, like, would get this really good chocolate tie before I even knew what chocolate tie was. Sure. So I was, like, pinching their sack. Yeah. Low-key, they didn't know. Yeah, you know. where they leave it? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then uh, I got caught, you know. And my dad was like, you know, uh, you're too young for this. Wait till you get older. Wait till you get to college. But it was already too late. I was like, weed is the thing. Did you
3: notice it affect your ADD as you mentioned that? I mean, did you... Feel something right away For you to even bring that up In conversation right now Or was it years later Or
4: It was like I would say um, Like a month in Right That I really noticed What the difference was Like Really it, it Kind of like the That little light bulb Went off in my head I said oh okay But for the first month I was just like giggly And like having a great time Sure Maybe. Didn't
2: really know what it was
3: Just,
4: having, <laughs> just, just <laughs> yeah. like Getting like You know Superstone And go skateboarding And eat make french fries And McDonald's in the parking lot And go skateboard around town And Sounds
2: fun today. Yeah, it's still like... Yeah, I mean, that'd yeah. be a great time. Yeah, let's get, we should hit some boards. <laughs> free,
4: free time, and you can just go chill with your... As long as you're with your your friends, you could do anything, you know, like by yourself. Real friends.
2: Yeah. People that you really can vibe with, right? Because it yeah. doesn't matter what, what you do because of your boys
3: or, or girls, whatever, you know? So a few months in, you realize, well, this is making a difference in my, in my life, personally.
4: Yeah, I realized that uh, I was able to just kind of slow down my thoughts a little bit and just take a... A bigger like picture, like a step back and look at uh, what I was trying to do from a bigger picture, like from uh, I guess a like a ten, like a elevated, you know, yeah, thousand,
2: thousand. Th- the thousand foot view or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
4: said just kind of being stuck in like this moment of like not being able to really finish things, like being able to start a lot of things, but not finish them. Yeah, and then when I was started to, to smoke and uh, have different ideas, I was. I notice myself finishing things more yeah and not being so uh i, I still have it you know i mean like, i do too you um, know, i mean you see this right yeah like, <laughs> this is add like yeah. this is this is me living out that kind of and using it to my advantage in a certain way yeah but also in business kind of like realizing too that sometimes like you know maybe too many skews is not good yeah so you kind of learn things in mm. a certain ways you oh, know yeah. sometimes too much creativity or too many offerings even though you can do something great sometimes people just know you for one thing and they don't really
2: need the other stuff
4: yeah exactly so we'll see though i mean we try you know yeah certain things don't
2: well this is this is this is how you actually walk into it and go here guys boom and then you give them a lot to offer and then you start seeing the numbers and you see the data and then you just reduce down to what what works yeah and then you don't have to produce all this but you know going back into the the add and and you know going through the you know um hypertension and focusing and things like that i i it's dear to my heart because you know that's the story of my life i mean he knows it i mean i can't i i, I have a hard time reading emails yeah sitting in front of a computer i don't operate that well you know mm-hmm. so i had to put together you know these amazing people to do what they're great at and i think that's essentially what you've done you know as is, is you've looked into the market you found amazing people you you've placed them in the positions where they can uh, Show their strengths, mm-hmm. and then you become great because you're the operator that seen all that, you know. And, and I, I think that's that's you know it's like dude I I found this guy you know um and he he walked into my office and and he's just like yo what's up man I'm Joe Grani I'm like Joe Grani from the radio station you know and I'm I, I was at one hundred one point five FM KOCI doing cannabis talk one hundred one this is eight nine years ago maybe ten years ago and. You know, Joe's. I'm like, dude. I've met you before. We, you know, back in the day when I was rapping, I seen you, you know, out on whatever, you know. But it came to a point where, you know, I realized, okay, Joe's got a degree in in radio. Mm -hmm. You know, he he was on three of the biggest radio stations in the world. I should listen to what the fuck this guy's got to say. You know, and a lot of people just hear that and they they don't even hear that shit and they just start working, huh? And then he's he's in their room, you know, trying to you know sell me on using his merchants and whatever. But but he should listen to me when it comes to you know doing other things because I I'm very capable. Like I, I you know I had a machine that was rocking six million dollars a year in a cannabis education, and I'm like, yo, this is my space. I'm in the cannabis yeah, game. Yeah, you know? it was a good team. I, I've about, got. It's about I've building got, the people. Yeah, I, I had I had you know I I, I moved thousands of pounds as a kid you know i i mean i i I had grows i i i have one in arizona i had a dispensary in los angeles you know and i sold them and i did this and that but but that's my space you know and so together we become very powerful and i think that's finding your team and you guys have done a big big thing in this industry and that's put one of two things that i recognize is really quality product on the line like really fucking quality product. Like I I have seen it. I've, it's popped around. I people. Oh, this is. It's been talked about. You know, uh, behind closed doors that you don't see. I hear it too. Um, and then also you've put the brand in front of uh, the one of the hardest markets in the world to do, mm-hmm. and, and 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 you did it in a very very quick, quick manner, dude. So I I'm it's an honor to have you here and and be be working with you because not a lot of people can do that, dude. So congratulations on that. (coughs) That's real.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Just to go back to what you said, really, you're only as good as your team. Yeah. Really, like, uh, I have my ideas. I have my vision of, like, what it should all be. Um, You know, many uh, years spent in the cultivation space, just constantly cultivating and being inside of the grow. And then the last few years, being able to come kind of out of the grow. And get out onto the street a lot more instead of just being like in a, you know, a few recording studios and kind of being just tapped in on the industry side. But just like, okay, now just getting out on to the stores and getting to all the stores. It's a whole different Uh, (laughs) job. Yeah, you know, going up and down the state, San Diego, L.A., Central California. With the
3: product. Because you guys have so many brands. (laughs) You guys didn't start as a storefront. You started off as a brand. You grew your own cannabis and you grew it because you fell in love with the medicinal side, if I'm not mistaken. That's what it sounded like. It helped you. So you recognized the medicinal benefit of cannabis. Mm. What then was your first strain that you created that you were like? Is it that OG Kush?
4: No, no. OG Kush is is a cut from Florida that... uh, like matt bubba burger and josh d the bubba kush yeah the bubba kush those guys brought it out from florida and and they shared it with me very early on yeah Uh, not them directly actually a friend of theirs right a shout out e in the bay he gave me the cut and um in like 98 then i started growing and that's how it opened up a lot of doors because i was already i graduated high school in 96 um i went to humble for college for a few years. And I was already like getting really good weed in humble and coming down to LA and smoking with my friends and kind of seeing some small grows and stuff like that. Like indoor grow hadn't really taken off yet. And anybody who had one was like deathly scared to share it with you or tell you about it in the late nineties. Cause you were basically either going to get robbed or yeah. you were going to get arrested for real. Yeah. So, you
3: don't want to tell nobody what you have there. How many lights? Where's it at? No. Oh no, you ain't coming to that place. Were you,
4: uh, you know, cause I was, I was,
2: um, uh, I had a, a massive one out in in, um, in Burbank that I was working with. I feel like you were there.
4: It's possible, man. But Burbank it, is is. There was like a
2: thousand light uh, going on right by the Burbank Airport. Yep. Do you remember that?
4: I do know that spot. Yeah,
2: that was that was there. That was I had my I never hands, had anything to do with. I it. had my hands in that one right for, <laughs> for a long time. And I
4: walked to that place and said, this is crazy. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I was like,
2: I was in on that one. I was in on that one with a bunch of our guys, but. Uh, uh, you know, I ended up getting exiting out pretty well and just, you know, Good for you. it was like a start. We started it up, we built it and we're like, okay, we built this thing and it's like, let's get the fuck out. <laughs> let's try and sell this bad boy. Right. <laughs> like, so those are the fun days,
4: right? <laughs> I always took, uh, very measured risks, right? Like sure. I had a wife and I still have a, my beautiful wife and my, my kids and, uh, they're the most important thing. So. I take very measured risks. And even back then I did too. I was like, all right, uh, this medical stuff, we'll get all the best paperwork we can. We'll have the best attorneys we can, Uh, you know, from Eric Shevin to the Pop Brothers. Yeah, I
2: remember Eric. Eric Eric was way out back then. Yeah, so. so (laughs) He's been on forever.
4: Yeah, all these guys, the best attorneys trying to advise me what to do and operate the most legally. I really had the, you know, the idea you know me and my partner just about like trying to shout out to cam uh we started this together um now people know him you know as much as they know me because my name is on the brand and shit yeah but um like we always had the vision of trying to build something that was something very classy like a like a what the industry needed in a certain way to kind of bring uh legitimacy to it and respect and yeah and uh elevate it in a way and like in a certain way We did a great job With the, the boxes And the branding And stuff like that People really respect it But in other ways um, I think sometimes We did too good of a job Yeah Because like The people that are new To the industry In the past year That don't have any idea Who the What the brand is Or who we are And the sure. legacy They just see fancy packaging And they go Oh it's probably some chats. Too much Yeah uh, Too much You know what yeah, I mean Like yeah. so It's it, Sometimes it works against you Sometimes you like you yeah, know? I didn't think of that at all. No, I've seen yeah. it, like, recently, like, where I'm like, oh, okay, I just watched this, because I watched reviews and stuff like that on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? double-looking. Like, yeah, and I'm like, okay, what's really happening? And, you know, like, I want to be connected as much as I can in every way and see what really people are thinking about the brand, and I noticed that, like, two reviews that I watched where the first 30 seconds of it started out was they had no idea what the brand was. They're like, packaging looks kind of fancy. Like, kind of, you could tell that they, they were... Uh,
2: giving you that little hard time for yeah, yeah. for looking too cute in the spot already yeah. like you came in with a dress on <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they, felt was like they felt like they and heels yeah they you should have had high heels on you should have some nikes and chilled it's a sweatshirt
4: <laughs> and then i'll watch their next review and it's like a really shiny foil bag of some kind and they're like super hyped up and like gassed right. up about it. i'm like okay there's psychology here to different demographics right now yeah you know what i mean because there's the people that shop in the street, the people that shop in the stores, the people that two are, different two different places. Yeah, you yeah. know, and so it is a lot of different aspects. To
2: well, it for also. us, I think we all we, that's all we knew is to shop on the street, right? Mm-hmm. But then it got to all this nice packaging, and you know, it's just and then it became like a show. And I and I even said that the other day. I said, you know, like right now, the, a big part of the industry is like who's swinging their big thing out, you know, like boom, which is great because you know it's it actually you know. Let's people sink or swim. You get to see really quick if they're going to be here next year. You know, they could jump out, boom, and it's like, okay, cool. Let's let's see if you can keep popping. You know, and then and then if as long as you provide a good quality product and you keep being innovative, you're going to be fine. Yeah. But you know, I think it's it's interesting how many people we've seen leave. Yeah, you know, it's, think it's, about it's that. that. <laughs> it's easy to
4: start and get going and be all excited about stuff, but then that, when that honeymoon kind of wears off and you realize that it's a real business and like mm. there's lots of things that you didn't think you'd have to deal with, that yeah. you to start dealing with, whether it's regulations, just surprise fees.
3: What was one of the biggest surprise shockers of like, oh my goodness, we're doing this, I have my brand, I have my SKUs, and now I have my store. What was, you know what, let's take a break. When we come back, I want you to share that biggest surprise, of like, oh my God, what is this moment that goes, ooh, how do I be so successful, but didn't know this was gonna happen? right here with WonderPret on Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this.
4: We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101.
0: Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101.
3: Advanced Nutrients, you guys, has a complete growing system for cannabis that optimizes all phases and cycles to bring your crops to a true genetic potential. Discover more at advancednutrients.com. I want to thank everybody here that helps us out, the whole crew, yes. everybody that does so much around thank here. Daniel, guys. Cal, Christian A., Christian S., Danny P. Funk, Connor, Jorge, Sagar, Jessica S., Cash, Cam, Isaiah, Erica, Eric, Alexa, Sarah, Jack, Jasmine, Maddie, Jessica P., Salar, Wilson, Allie, Cousin Ray, Goldie, Brother Pitt, Mark Carnes, Erica, Jennifer, Chris Franchino, and Elvis. Thank Thank you guys. guys.
2: guys. We love you, man.
3: Brett Feldman, the owner, president, co-founder of Wonder Breath Dispensary out in Los Angeles on La Brea. Before we went to break, we've witnessed a brand that you created from growing in the valley to now your own storefront. You're talking about all these. Ups and downs. What's one of the bigger ones that you can share with people? Going, I had no idea this was going to happen when I was building this empire.
4: Yeah, I would say that <clears throat> the biggest shock for me is that it's really you're trying to solve a riddle constantly and to be successful in California, right? We, Period. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you're doing. Yeah, whatever you're doing yeah, in California, exactly. it could, you could be rock- rocking a, a taco truck and still be having that same yeah, riddle, riddle that you're trying to solve. So. California is is crazy though where I didn't know that I could be I could get to a place where I'm like I could win and still lose at the same time and and what I mean is that like you could yeah we have a great brand very successful very uh, recognizable. yeah recognizable you know, we we got the store. We've expanded to Michigan. Now we're expanding into AZ right now. Yeah, um, we'll be launching like product in January. That's perfect. We're going out there. Did you guys hear about that? I didn't know that. Yeah, we, Super we're Bowl.
2: we're going out there for the Super Bowl. We're doing a celebrity golf tournament.
4: I'll be there. Yeah,
2: yeah we're doing a celebrity golf tournament in Arizona. Uh, we're dropping our new magazine, Cannabis Talk One On One, out there in at during the Super Bowl and uh so that's that's crazy alignment yeah yeah
4: we're that's, gonna be there for all that so. oh that's fantastic i didn't yeah. know you guys were gonna do that but we, our whole plan was to launch oh that's perfect the yeah. super bowl and having that whole platform for that time for a few oh, weeks wow. right so um,
2: we've got a whole a campaign that's going to do
3: a bunch of things with you guys i mean i i love the brand let's talk about the different skews that you guys have from your wonder brett mm-hmm. what exactly do you have because i'm sitting here i just got handed a nice pre-roll it's flavors what is this pink picasso
4: yeah, Pink Picasso, that's one of the strains that uh, we're known for. We created that genetic. Um, and it's delicious. It tastes like, it's, it tastes like um, champagne and bubblegum a little bit.
2: Ooh. Um nice chirps, original like real chirps. Oh, wow. Are they they're they're natural chirps or are they oh, yeah, added yeah. no
4: no added anything. Everything Good. in our brand, we don't um add any like botanical Yeah, fruit Fantastic. Terps. Yeah. So everything if you if you have one of our strains and you're like, Wow, this really tastes like lemon, that's the genetic.
2: That's the real genetic. Yeah. That's if it tastes real.
4: like peach, it's real genetics. If it tastes like grapes, and What are you smoking right here? That is the Blueberry Picasso. That's not out yet.
2: Yeah, that's so. nice. <laughs> exclusive, Blue. Well, as soon yeah. as you said that, it's funny because I, exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> uh, it's, I, I had a, like a little, blueberry? like I could, well, yes. Yeah, so when he said it, it, it hit like, okay, that's exactly where the blueberry comes from, you know. Yep. Well, and at first, I it, it just kind of tasted real, you know, cushy, just tastes good, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice, you know? Savory, kind of
4: yeah. sweet. yeah. Earthy, um, just like really enjoyable smoke, and that's kind of what we we specialize in. Is it all starts from the flower, like from that pre roll to these boxes that have all the the top buds of the plant in there, to the smalls that have the lowers in it, and all of the products that are made from that to make the you know uh, the the new like uh, little wonders. Those just came out last week. Those are our infused pre rolls and these other little. Jars. These are these little so wonders are
3: strong then. The little pre rolls are. are- Kickers. Yeah,
4: yeah, they're they're strong. They got um you know our flour from the grape in there. It's all strain specific, so it's a hard skew to make. Like a lot of the the pre rolls like that that exist, they just kind of use concentrates from anything and key yeah. from anything. This yeah. This this is the key from that grape. This is the live resin oh, from that grape. Oh, so you guys grape.
3: use the plant itself and extracted it yeah, all they're... and still use the same. Wow, that's different. Yeah, so you that's have to unique. harvest
4: that plant, right? And then you have to go do that extraction process. Then you have to uh, create that keef, too, and then come back and put all these products back together into that one skew. Can so, you smell that? Um, no. You know, you <laughs> can't no. ever touch that again. <laughs> so I think a lot of the things that we do, I think kind of go right over people's heads, like the nuances of all of that kind of well, stuff. You,
2: uh, so it does to the guy that just walks in the store, right? But somebody that's like sitting here going, yeah, no, I, I know exactly what I'm talking about. That's why I asked you the question of, you know, where are your turps coming from, right? Because, you know, and I didn't want to assume anything. I, and, and nor do I judge anybody for, for what they do. But yeah. a lot of these guys are just putting in, you know, like so much... Um, botanical you know flavoring yeah. to this whole thing i
4: don't want to deem it yeah. is like fake terps but like
2: it's fake term no it is a fake term but yeah. it's it's, it's no an additive it's to make it it's a it's to make it um yeah well it's to make it uh flavorful and i guess there's a market for that there's right there's yeah, there people that love that people like, love it yeah you
4: know the guys from uh that kind of started this pre-roll format of that is like um
2: jay the jay yeah the jeters the jeter guys right
4: like you know they they opened up a lot of people to that. I and mean, then the guys before that, you know, that were, like, um big – before that, That did the infused pre-rolls. Oh, f- um, um – Presidential,
2: right? Yeah, but even before them, it was uh Caviar, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, Caviar. They're, 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 all, they're kind all kind of, of – Yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah, been yeah. a few iterations of a, there's this. There's are fun, fun – well, moon, moon Moon Rocks. Moon Rocks, yeah, but yeah. I think Moon Rocks – I don't know if they added flavors to it. I think they just, and I, they, I'm sure they sourced it out from five different people though. Yeah. Do you know, you know, so I get what you're saying is having that, you know, that run from from soup to nuts, the yeah. whole freaking single thing. single source, yeah.
4: strain specific, all created in house, like from our genetics and from our grow and our processors and our guys who make everything for us. It's all our, within our network. So, um, it's a difficult skew to create. And, and then I, when I saw how popular the format was, I said, okay, well, I want to make one that I would want to smoke, and this is how I'd want it. You know? Yeah. That so, makes it interesting. Yeah, because well, I just don't want one from distillate or botanical right. terps and stuff like that. Uh,
3: and is this what you did here with this one?
4: Yeah, that's that's all strain specific. That's the grape.
3: Well, and that's what the one that you wanted, though, when you said you wanted to make yeah. your own. That's the, the, exactly what you did. The blueberry, wow. is blueberry. Is blueberry over here? This
4: is blueberry picasso. Is that the last one, too? No, the last one before that was just a straight blueberry. And then okay. this next one... is the
2: blueberry Picasso.
4: This is blueberry Picasso. The next one's orange Picasso. And these are a bunch of new Picasso. I don't know if I'm going to
2: make it through the orange Picasso.
4: <laughs> He's got <laughs> me all... T- t- like, well, okay, you know, he,
2: well, here's why. So here's why. So I could generally hit... hit. This is the the quality here, right? I, I know what I'm hitting. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of the cannabis I can't hit because yeah. I'll start smoking it and I'm just... Mm -hmm. Or I'm weirded out, this is very clear I'm very conscious right now I, 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 I can touch everything I'm still doing Yep. which is what i like right i i enjoy that high so i knew it once i started hitting i'm like okay
3: i can. knew the I quality could. of I cannabis smelled it. that was coming yeah, I, I smelled it and i know and i know what i'm yeah. hitting, like
2: i know yeah, like if, I I I, if there's I, stuff I that i like don't know i feel like
3: it smells very good and it's quality yeah, you if can if I tell d- as well
2: and here's I, I the thing smell. if i don't know right i'll hit it and i'll be like oh i don't know what this is going to do to me
3: you can tell right i'm always just
2: like oh stay away from that you know just i've been smoking for a lot of years and I don't smoke that often mm-hmm. as as much as I do now, like like right this second. Like I normally wouldn't smoke that much. I got another show right behind it. But I could tell when I hit that I'm like, yeah. Okay, I could this is one that I could roll with. If it had tobacco though, mm-hmm. if it was rolled I would it would ruin it for me. Oh,
3: right. Yeah, you ain't doing you know, it.
2: And then I would be all in a different a little bit too like, woo you know. What I'm you know? Yeah, when you <laughs> yeah.
4: smell it, it doesn't smell heavy. It smells like you said, just, clean. It's clear. just a clear. Yeah. Yeah. The, Let's finish clear. up
3: on these skews of what you got here because I want to know more about your products.
4: So, um, the boxes; those are our premium eights. Those are like the top of the plant. You know, the very top of the bud, the top six inches. Um, again, the the bags are the smalls. Those are the lowers and the middles, and then uh, the fruit cheese here. Those are – I'm really proud of those. We spent a lot of time on making uh, very unique uh, edible. A lot of people just have gummies, and gummies are great. I love gummy bears and stuff like that. But uh, this one's different. It's made from real fruit, imported from France, 100% organic. It's vegan, gluten-free, and it's strain-specific. Again, solventless. So instead of it being, like, distillate or – Whatever else you would use, you know, but, uh, it's, it's the pineapple OG for the pineapple strain, right? Or right. for the pineapple fruit chews. And they just taste amazing. They work really, uh, how many milligrams? They're 10 there. The bags are a hundred milligrams, but there's 10 pieces in there. And, um, You know, if you don't have a high tolerance for edibles, it allows you to kind of start slow, cut one in half, go five milligrams to 10, 15
2: Which is what you want to do, by the way. Everybody should do that, yeah. Yeah, It's just mandatory. I mean, if you don't know what you're
3: getting yourself into. And not only that, just to preference, that's what you do with medicine as well when you go to your doctors and they start you off if you're a diabetic folks they're not going to give you three milligrams of something yeah they're going to give you one milligram of something right you know what i mean so it's like everything that we're describing to people is what the doctor's office does with you with any medical problem you have unless you know it's cancer everyone's a little different but they still try to start lower they don't just go high so i think everybody needs to remember that same concept i think
4: that's kind of like uh where I came from in this space is like we came from this place where cannabis was so looked upon in a negative way that I worked so hard and got it in my mind to try to make this so credible and classy and in the right way so that we could bring credibility and not have that stigma. Now I think we're past that. Yeah. Now I think I need to kind of flip and get, start having fun, yeah. you know, like instead yeah. of being so like, okay, I'm trying well, to, well, there's to display this, this, uh, this pretty brand, yeah,
2: Like Let's yeah. go like back art to the, let's go back you know? to the, to the, to the street, street vibe. You know, it's kind I, of hard I, I, though. Let, let me say this: this is a collector's edition, but, but what I would say is that, you know, I think you're just a few steps around the corner from this being the only thing that's on the market as well. And I, and I say that in a respectful way, not like just your brand, meaning like the, the quality of, of production, because what's gonna really happen is. Uh, in my opinion, this is just strictly, you know, and I, I blues head. Yeah, this is me, you know, but you're looking at Costco, um, Kirkland brand, all these bigger, you know, box stores. Circle K's already announced that they're doing it in 10 stores in Florida. Okay, you're looking at these guys coming up and going, yeah, we, we, we need this version. And this version right here is what the... Uh, middle to upper class Americans across the country. Well, that's we, what we'll, you can see at Costco we'll pur- right now. Will purchase. Not Nordstrom's. We'll purchase. I can see this right? at
3: Nordstrom's, Costco, right. Neiman Definitely. Marcus. Right. I mean, it's a quality and, product. But this looking.
2: also hits the, the the other demographic, right? Just the the because everybody's got one of these one, right? Mm. And then and then this this does too. But it's that's just makes it, it makes it super official, super ready. Um, and I think that right now, more than ever, I think we're looking at federal legalization in the, in the next two, three years. Yeah. It's going to happen. And then again, you know, I, I think you'll be approached. I think there will be several people that are approached with great growing um, capabilities and packaging capabilities. And and yeah, so you're in the... We
4: get approached weekly.
2: To be bought out? Um. Or to be rolled into.
4: Yeah, bought out, uh, licensing deals, um, all different types of opportunities. Yeah. It's really like, you know, it's good to be in that position. Like I really like it. Yeah. Um, But I wanna grow the brand a little bit bigger, right? Before I potentially do that because, you know, the reality of what you said is coming, right? And with that coming is, you know, uh, billions of dollars of of money where people can just come in and just gun you down. Yeah. You know, on both I, sides. Yeah. just yeah. I mean, no matter how good you are. So I'm saying the realization of, we talked about earlier, the most shocking thing is that you can win and lose still. You could be like, man, I made the best product. I, I made what people wanted. The customer loves it. Right. And you still can somehow lose like,
2: but like how come it's not getting picked up? Like, why isn't, why aren't people buying it every day? Why aren't people paying me?
4: Yeah, you know, and it, we we, well, we sell a lot of product. The pay me part is another thing. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah, 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 and, and the um and that just is a terrible part of the the thing is where like that's the part really where the bottleneck. So who's is... doing
2: that right now? Let's talk about all the companies. That are... <laughs> we're gonna start a new show <laughs> right yeah, now. No, we, 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 you you company Bashing One Hundred One. pay the that's, that's the after hours. We're gonna talk about. <laughs>
4: it's it's a reality. It's out part there. of
3: the gig, though, yeah. right? I mean, it's 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 out there for. It's all in
4: everything out there, right? Like I don't think there's an industry that's for sure that doesn't suffer from having sometimes of collection issues Um, hundred percent um it's i don't really blame the 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 stores i blame the the state of california more than anything like the system they put in place uh, taxation the regulation over, yeah, Overregulated Overtaxed yeah, This this whole situation Really like From anybody who came From a growing standpoint And yeah. a grower standpoint and, and from the traditional market It was already hard bro What do you try to it do It was already hard <laughs> It was and, already hard man, bro. And, and then they put a you distributor I mean? yeah, And a storefront yeah. And a markup On a markup And you're like The grower just has to keep eating these losses to try to make an eighth affordable at the end of the line from all of this situation. And water costs and,
3: more than ever nowadays. If and you, they uh, still want it, it to
4: Everything costs more than anything. You know what I mean? Uh, so we're all going back
3: to shipping. stealing
2: electricity. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> like, literally can the only we thing pinch the electricity for a couple months?
4: <laughs> the only thing that's gone down in, in price uh, in, in, in the past year or two is weed. Yeah. Right? Like yes. everything else has gone up in cost. And, right? Well,
2: but during the pandemic, though, yeah. We were essential, so it almost feels like they like. Let's look at that as a was it to be known that that was coming, that was coming. You know, was it to be known?
4: I don't know. It's just like there's just too much like for me. I I got too much work to do to worry about the conspiracies.
2: Oh yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I like that too. I don't even go down. I don't go down that route. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's like just run, just work. Yeah,
3: Yeah. (laughs) Brett. What is your go to grab when you're at the store when you have everything at your thing? I mean, I know you said you created these little minis that you wanted because you used the plant, which is first time I ever heard that, by the way, yeah. getting that and breaking down the plant and using that the same entire, plant with yeah. the bud. And then you're abstracting that. That's phenomenal. That is yeah. genius. What is your go-to grab of your, all your products at wonder Bread?
4: I've been smoking the flower for so many years and I love all of our strains. Like there's too many strains to pick and choose. of if it's on the menu, it's my favorite strain. And it's our group's favorite strain. But I would say like, the one thing that I always gravitate to right now is I always have to have the fruit chews. Um, the edibles from that solventless aspect is different than the the traditional side of things like with the distillate, they strip everything away into, uh, they strip everything away and all there's really left is just maybe a few cannabinoids and a bunch of THC. So you get this number on the bag that like says it's the right number and everything. And you're like, Oh, this is great. It's gonna be potent, but it doesn't have the same effect doesn't have that full spectrum that full body high yeah when you make something from solventless um, you have to use more mass of actual like concentrate to get that thc level to be there so when you to get your thc to be 10 milligrams there's all those entourage cannabinoids that are there and present now that came along with it that really give you this great but, yeah, that, that that's that real like, oh man, my shoulders drop, I feel I like I feel good, but I yeah. can still
2: communicate, I can still hold my shit down
4: Yeah, so like, I never really would think that the edibles would be one of my favorite go-tos But honestly, like, you put those in the freezer, they taste like little fruit popsicles Wow They're really good lay- right? lay- so, lay-
2: lay- t- I mean, we take them before bed and you look start looking like Goldie?
4: Yeah, for all, sure. Goldie's
2: falling asleep over there.
4: Definitely <laughs> feeling good. I'm like, okay, tell all me so more about, I'm about like, it. it I'm, like, of, yeah. did, I'm like, put it on Goldie. Goldie out of Did yeah, we get know, him? Like, he's over there, just hey,
3: like Dah. he's in the cut corner. Oh yeah. So when does
2: that blueberry come out again? <laughs> <laughs> it just came out for you
3: But that's the real difference
4: between like you know solventless edibles yeah. and uh, distillate distillate. Yeah. For all the people that don't really understand why they're better, it's it's for that. It's reason. cleaner. Yeah,
2: just cleaner, right? It's, it's yeah. more nice. refined, more you know, a little cleaner. Probably tastes a little better.
4: Everything works a little better. Are you right?
3: taking all these products? or what products are going to the other states that you're looking into opening up at?
4: We always start with flour, like we did in Michigan. We're in Michigan for about a year now, um, or about ten months. Uh, and now, in launching in Arizona, we start with flour every time, and then we kind of we start moving into concentrates and then into the edibles and stuff like that. Uh, sometimes it's just too many offerings right when you bring in six strains pre-rolls all of a sudden yeah you know much.
2: it's too much to take on for somebody else too
4: yeah some stores can't take on they don't have enough foot traffic and stuff like that and they want to have the whole menu but you're you have this conflict where all of a sudden the um, the the minimum order to get like you know a quarter pound of this quarter pound of this quarter pound you know like uh, 20 of these pre-rolls 20 of these pre-rolls all these things are to add up too with, much for all of a sudden it starts being like a $20,000 invoice. And you're like, wait, I can't sell all this. And you're like, good, I'm glad you said that because I don't want you to overbuy and have a bunch of old products sitting in the store like where half the, the people that come in for the first few weeks get this great experience. And then when they come back the second or third time, They start just getting aged product and aged product, and then...
2: Then it's not as good.
4: Yeah, so you really have to be careful about how much you stock the store. You have a perishable product. Yeah. You know, this stuff ages quickly.
2: It's a real real industry.
4: Yeah, you got, you know, two, three months to really get it consumed properly. So starting to learn a lot of those aspects. But in these other states, flour first always. Well, uh,
2: And in those other states, to be blunt with you... It's not going to last as long either. (laughs) Yeah. The the weather's not quite as good as it is in in Southern California, baby. You know? Absolutely. The cold weather, the desert. The desert. I mean, as soon as it goes into Vegas. Do you notice it
3: being that much harder when you're growing in other places, other states, like now that you're doing that? It just doesn't last as long.
4: We haven't experienced, like, uh, any real negative issues like that. We've been cultivating for a long time, and we're really... Confident in our ability to create quality, so it seems to be like we don't run into the, a lot of the same issues. Yeah. We're kind of really cognizant of, uh, uh, you know, the post-process aspects for curing and the moisture. Like that's where you I think really a know lot how of, to get
2: through your, your your grow.
4: You know, yeah, yeah. You have to every yeah. aspect of it has to be perfect all the way to the end, to where it hits the package and in the jar, to where you can and you can do that. You know, hundreds and hundreds or thousands of times for all of these different, different skews all over the place. And that is, uh, you know, uh, science, (laughs) yeah. There's a, there's a real skill there too, right? Science. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: have you guys started to, to, I mean, obviously you have, but I mean, you put processes and procedures in place for your whole grow down to your whole recipes, everything. And what's your grow look like?
4: The grow is beautiful. Uh, all the the
2: team went there. We didn't get to go. I I wasn't invited. They said I was, I couldn't go. Yeah. I mean, I'm waiting for my invite.
4: You can come anytime you want. It's, you know, like <laughs> oh. definitely come over. Yeah. I'd Go. love to I have you guys. It. Yeah, you guys. I got to Yeah, you guys should definitely come. It's, it's right here in Long Beach. So, Oh really? Yeah. Really close. Um, it's a great grow. It's, it has, you know, it's ups and it's, it's up upsides and downsides. You know, nothing's ever built perfect. Right. Like I'm not gonna sit there and be like, wow, wow. But I mean, uh, everybody comes there is like, wow, it's beautiful,
2: well, well, well taken care of.
4: Yeah, you know, but if, if it's just a bunch of guys who all run and built a bunch of new rows, or like, oh, I would have done this different. So you're always gonna get picked yeah. apart.
2: The roofs ain't tall enough. Yeah, this yeah, ain't
4: yeah, That, yeah, that, that, yeah. Have that one end should be this
3: way, not that way. And
4: yeah. I, I just say, well, I, I would love to have it that way, but you know, like all I'm concerned about is just is the quality coming out good because I'm making this work. Yeah. And if next time. I get to an even better setup, then it'll be even that much tighter and that much better. But I'm always just like, you just got to work with what you have, right? Yeah. And what we have is pretty great. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, it's yeah. a beautiful facility. Uh, it's given us everything we need to to grow. I love our partners there. Um, and Where does
2: Brett spend most of his time? The dispensary or the grow?
4: More at the grow for sure. Okay. Um, the dispensary, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, like I just feel much more useful at the grow, right? Like at least just checking on what's going on there and making sure that uh, the new genetics are getting into the the schedule f- for the next drop that's coming and then trying to follow that process all the way through to you know the ordering of the packaging and then to whether the drop dates are gonna happen and then then going into the marketing process Okay, how we're gonna promote this and get this out there properly. Um, it's just a lot of moving parts and we're a really lean company yeah we only have a you know a small staff i'd say five you know really internal people that kind of Mm -hmm. running everything and then most of it is is sales and uh um you know like staff for promotion and and uh you know support in the stores yeah brand new support or or,
2: uh patient appreciation uh, pad's yeah Yeah, pad's PADs, exactly stuff like that education
4: and stuff like that sure Um, Love that. But we have to run really lean to be able to survive in this space. I mean, everybody looks at our brand, these fancy boxes, they think this stuff, they must think, you know, yeah. I would think it too if I wasn't <clears throat> there. Really, yeah, yeah I would day. be like, wow, these guys must have got millions of dollars and the same guys that, you know, got 50 million and blew it, probably these guys too, right? Like, yeah. but we really started out very small, very scrappy. We raised about $2 million. And all of that went into basically to start the brand with packaging and product yeah like from there it was just all like everybody just on the whole team you know putting in their sweat and and sweat, building that sweat equity to earn you know their, their stripes yeah exactly
2: you know what's crazy is when you say that man you know so many people have taken that opportunity and squandered it yeah you know and i get it you know i seen you know we were just talking about this with somebody um and we were saying listen the, the the reason the market's all screwed up right now is because you know 5 years ago you, you know they, they they all these guys put 5 million in the tank put mm. 2 million in the tank and say it's going to take us 5 years to build this mm. and then no one came through no one came through they just blew the money and no one came through and now that, that the investors are sitting in the background going hey dude where's our where's our you know return in this cannabis game yeah. and i i say i hear it all the time I'm, I, I was at a real estate uh you know uh uh, seminar the other last like a couple weeks ago, and I was with some folks there that I know. And um, guys, like, I'm in the cannabis industry, how's that going for you? <sighs> Losing my ass. I'm like, how's that possible? You know, I was like, well, you know, the whole market's down right now. Yeah, I know, but okay. Then it was this guy, and then I was like, damn, all of you guys got sni- slammed. It's like, you guys got the wrong operators.
4: Well, I think it's it's probably a lot of that. There's definitely a lot of you know, bad cultivators right out there that don't really that have facaded their way into a situation where they, now that they're in kind of over their head sure and i think even myself in certain days i kind of
2: get over your head over yeah. my, oh, and we over my head here. we yeah. all
4: learned along on you know along the way Maybe we spent too
2: much on packaging yeah, yeah exactly dumb it down yeah <laughs> yeah you know
4: what? but now it's like yeah. it's really hard to shift gears on that people yeah. love our boxes and yeah. the stores are like i've even talked to some stores and they're like no we we really think you should keep the boxes. If you switch to bags, it would, we think that it would diminish the you quality. Know,
3: not the and quality. the look in their store though, the feel because it's got that eye level shelf mm-hmm. look. It looks like a small Rubik's cube. It looks like there's something precious in this box. The colors colors like, s- there's vibrant. a ring in it. Yeah. It looks like a gift. It looks like a prize. It's not a little box.
4: That's I me, mean. I love the boxes and I love the jars. It's how I always presented my weed to even the celebrities back in the day was always a one ounce glass jar yeah and that presentation protects the weed in a different way and I love the the colors to be able to represent the flavors Um, it's part of the whole aesthetic and culture of the evolution of the brand and I love it but at a certain point I go dang I'm like the market is what it is and you know i really want this to be accessible product i want it to be uh, affordable luxury sure. put it back you in a
3: sandwich bag why not
4: yeah no, there's times where i've i've <laughs> you know, had those ideas that crossed my <laughs> mind, but they don't stick very often. You you're know? like,
3: I remember buying it in a Snangwich bag, just a two-figure, let me just Two, put a yeah, couple I'll of lugs right. in there. Finger because, it, I, you know what, that'd be the funniest thing, if you go to a store and you see a little a little Ziploc bag, you're like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, there's here, writing here on that this. bag. Exactly, and you touch that, just, <laughs> that's what you did. You know, you mentioned the celebrities. Yeah. How did that come about for you, Brett, because, I started the show off mentioning names like Dr. Dre, Eminem, Exhibit, and Be Real. How did those celebrities, and other celebrities that you've already dropped on us, that relationship form?
4: I would say that the door opened for me when I with with Exhibit, really. Like, <clears throat> and it was just because I was kind of, uh, I've always been kind of somebody who's not afraid to put myself out there and fail a little bit, you know? Um, I like taking risks, you know, just, who knows how this goes When you get on a show And you know You're taking yeah. risks right Yeah So what,
2: what are they What are they here for What is the purpose <clears throat> What is this all about like, Yeah uh, so,
4: building a relationship Or are you
2: yeah. trashing the a relationship I mean who knows
4: Yeah so uh, With Exhibit It was um, <laughs> You know I was a huge hip hop fan um, And uh, A buddy of, A buddy of mine Was uh, You know Close with B Real But I never got to meet B at that time You know He was like Always arms length away Like hey I'm going to this party And like Weed that I had would end up getting the be and stuff like that. And I was in this record shop, and uh, Tower Records when they still existed. Ah, you yeah, know, like yeah. if you're from the Valley, in the San Fernando the Valley, they're downy. Hey,
2: oh, downy. Yeah, that joint, yeah. yeah. I got the Yonza. I'm just, I'm still. I'm not good, alone. I'm still rocking. Well, <laughs> you're falling asleep. I'm over here jamming. I'm still. I've good. put many parties down before,
4: it, so, <laughs> you know. So. Um, he was about to. <laughs> but, so Exhibit was in the uh, in the uh, buying CDs, and there's this limo out front of the, the store at Tower Records, and I'm in there buying CDs, and I hear his voice, and I'm like, I I know that voice. It's a very distinct voice. Yeah. I look over, and for sure, you know, it's it's Exhibit, <coughs> and I just walked up to him, and I was like, Hey, man, uh, I got some really bomb kush you know what i mean i'd love to bless you with some of it and uh so i he's like yeah like know. really let's go yeah exactly <laughs> his voice you know i can't do it he just to smoke like a thousand blunts to get there and um he uh he was like cool so he's like i gave him my phone number and some just some free weed and uh he called me like an hour later at the um he was at this um video shoot with dr dre for the next episode or or year two, no, it was he's the year the 2000 was, it was his song and he's dressed up like the president in this video. He's like, come down and hang out. And then that's how I got to hang out with him and all his crew. And uh, from there on, like, it was his scene with Dre and all those guys around there. And then um, a buddy of mine, uh, he he was partying with Be Real and then finally let me meet him. And then I gave Be Real the cut and those guys of the OG. And they started rapping about the OG Kush and really put it on the market, like, big at that point. I remember um, that. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Started, Green Thumb yeah. song. So it was, like, Kenji and those yeah, guys. Kenji, yeah, Kenji. Ennis like, was around then. <clears throat> yeah, I think he was a little bit later at that point. Oh, was not around no, I don't think oh. so. I think he came, like, a few years later. Yeah. Uh, but Ennis has been there forever, too. So, um, yeah, that was... That Kenji's was,
2: cool as hell. I like Kenji.
4: Once you get into the music scene, all of a sudden, your number just starts getting kind of, like passed around by certain people and they're like, Hey, you know, so-and-so is over here. They'd, they'd love to meet you. And then you go over and meet them and um, bring your great product. Yeah. And that, and I was just kind of sat in the studio. as like a fly on the wall, just learning. And I learned a lot of stuff from being in those rooms, listening to like very high level, creative people talking for hours and listening to them write songs. And I, I'd played guitar when I was younger in like a, you know, uh, high school, you know, time just having fun with my friends, like, and then I started fiddling around, becoming like a music producer after being around those guys for so right, many started years. Started music, yeah. Yeah, you start just getting that bug, and you you get into it, and you you know you end up having a studio. And I'm making,
2: surprised we never passed pass, because pass. I mean I was I We're was we did studios, it's right there, right? Yeah, dude. I mean I've, I've been I've been in all the different studios down there. Um, yeah. You know, as a youngster, and then I I opened for a bunch of their 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 shows them. Um, back when you know when they were doing with Tech Nine, Cottonmouth Kings, and to all yep. those guys, you know, and yeah. when when they weren't even as I mean as huge as they really were, they I mean they they catapulted it really quick. So I'm from Downey, they're from Southgate. so Send Dog live like down yeah. the street, you know. Um, so there was a lot of those same people there. I mean, and, and maybe we just did, did run across, we just don't recognize each other. No. That, <laughs> yeah. During
4: that whole time period too, I was kind of somebody who. Didn't really want to be known for a long time, so basically right. I was just kind of that quiet guy, always like, yeah. The no one really knew what I was doing there. That I was just there, and, yeah. You know, just and, in the mix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Most of the guys that were like, they really looked out for me and protected me. I felt sure. very safe all the time, like, yeah, yeah. Like exhibiting these guys, we'd be at the, this, you know, a, a video shoot or something like that, and they'd tell security, like, make sure nothing happens to him. Yeah, he's good. You know, yeah, like, like, let this guy. get us. It. Yeah, exactly. Like one time they couldn't find me for like an hour. I was like, I went down the street to this. Get a drink at the liquor store or something. Yeah, they and were, just get out of that area, and they were. I left my phone, and it was like, I was like, oh shit, these guys are like, really looking to try yeah, to protect me. Yeah, yeah. So, I'd say that's how all of those people really started with exhibit me taking that risk though, just to walk up to him and say, hey, you know that. That's dope. Just that. I think that just opened up all the doors from there. You know. That's well, that's exciting.
3: amazing, brother. Everybody that we come on the show, we like to do the high five with them. It's been a great time having you on and learning about your history. Not really being from L.A. I mean, you know, eight, nine, seven months. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're not an L.A. guy. Jesus. Oh, you're so born and raised in L.A., man. You're born and raised. You're just yeah. not born. You're raised. You're raised. Yeah. I just don't want to be
4: up here saying, yeah, I was born in L.A. And then all of a sudden somebody's holding something like,
3: was your birth
4: certificate? <laughs> like, oh, no, it says West Palm <laughs> Beach, buddy. Uh, like. Isn't that the funniest?
3: <laughs> like, I was born in West Fact Palm Beach. 11 months old. Obama. That is so great, we like to do the high five with everybody's five simple questions question number one how old were you the first time you smoked cannabis and where'd you get it from
4: i was 13 i was 13 and i i took it from my sister's sack oh that's the same that's we right. kind of heard that story that's right. Yeah. that's right nice one
2: question number two of the high five what is your favorite way to use or smoke cannabis i like smoking joints nice me too Straight. Hoosers. Yeah,
4: just a good joint is the way
3: I like even pinners, can't go just wrong. little thin yeah. ones.
2: But when they have all the extra stuff, I'll get a little, scared you know, what's on.
3: funny is that as Blue used to switch that question up sometimes because I, I believe, too, what's your biggest thing that you ever seen? I'm, I'm just wondering if there's something different besides yourself noticing it. But what is the biggest thing that you've seen cannabis affect? Mm. Because when you first used it, it affected you with your ADD. Is there something yeah. else that you ever noticed yeah, Random? there's
4: there's so many like amazing benefits. The list is kind of long. I just think culturally it brings like all types of people together. Uh, if you just, you know, sitting on a bench, sex with somebody and you like a joint, they're like, hey, you they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden it, it could be like an 85 year old man or a woman or whatever. You're like, of, the person you never yeah. thought
2: was going to be like, yeah, let me hit that.
4: That part huh? is amazing. And then like, I sometimes I get these like almost like tear jerking type messages from people that have real medical issues like ms or you know cerebral you know yeah uh just different things different things whatever yeah yeah Yeah, and you know saying that this one strain has really made a a difference for them and uh getting stuff like that is really cool like it it is always something personal
3: question number three of the high five of the craziest place you ever used or smoked cannabis oh
4: that's a good one, um, man. I would. I smoked everywhere. <laughs> I smoked everywhere, and I don't I want to admit this one. Though. No, yeah, oh <laughs> it's not I'm beating Nevada okay, again. So I'm gonna give the number two because I think the first one might get me in trouble. No, well, uh, we'll just say. The first one I smoked in the the CEO's house of, of Disney. Wow, oh, yeah. dope, dope, dope. Like he didn't. He I, didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know. I was with his son <laughs> uh, in on this like ski trip. I was fortunate to to actually know one of the the sons of the CEO of Disney Wow and so um, you still know no, I don't really talk to them anywhere. After high school, I didn't really talk to anybody after so high school. So I can't school. get you in trouble. That's yeah. the headline right there, boys.
2: Yeah, yeah. So,
4: but they never. I think after that, they 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 were like, no, he can't come back over. Oh really? <laughs> they yeah, yeah we that yeah, kid yeah. Brett? Yeah. They do. They yeah. They're yeah, like, no. get this guy
2: out of here. He just smelled like weed when he rolled by. Well, we
4: went on vacation <laughs> together, and I had a great time. and we were like, had a crazy house. I was smoking in their house. I was like, no way. This yeah. house is too big. There's no way they're gonna like smell this. But then I think I got caught back at their other house smoking like on the side of their house with. Yeah, His son. Maybe you
3: asked me They can make, make some Mickey Mouse Or some yeah. Goofy He's smoking now
0: Hey get sure. that Goofy Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> That Goofy one. Yeah man yeah. Question number four The high five What is your go to munchie After you get high
4: Wow Chocolate chip cookies Nice I mean, Anything
2: like, Anyone particular Like Toro Chewy The ones country. from
4: Bristol Farms Bristol Farms Are a real problem those real, are real problem are Those as well, are like said. The Already best made chocolate it. chip cookies That I've ever had actually Yeah Yeah
3: That's awesome. Question number five of the high five, Brett Wonder. Brett is the spot. Go check it out. The brand's amazing. You've been amazing. But if you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and why?
4: Mm. I think I'm just going to be selfish about it and say like Bob Marley.
3: Buffalo. Yeah, yeah.
4: and just so I could just kind of get a sense of what his vibe really was as a person, even if it was just for like 10, 15 minutes to have a some kind of like uh conversation that made sense, you know, like sure. just share a fat joint and be like, I got to smoke a joint that Bob Marley rolled. We had this conversation. That'd be pretty amazing, I think. Absolutely, nice. that'd be huge. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Was well, there anything else that we left before we let you get on out of here that you wanna make sure you bring up before we get?
4: Um, yeah, we got uh, an event that we're, we're part of uh, called Nothing But Fire. Uh, At the, on the 19th of this month, it's all concentrates. Uh, We're putting out solventless in that event. It's the first time we're ever releasing solventless out there. So um, I'm really excited about the Nothing But Fire event. Yeah. Um, uh, I have my own like uh, seed project coming pretty soon. It'll be released called uh, the Birdseed. It's like a bunch of different genetics. So people uh, who've wanted uh, different genetics from us for for a long time, we'll have opportunity to get some seeds, um, and then, um, man, there's just too many, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, you got to come we, back and let us yeah. know when they happen. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, we'd love to, to yeah. talk more.
4: So I'm sure I'll see you guys out in uh, in AZ. In a oh, few it's months. going down? Oh, it's yeah. going down. Oh, What I do you mean? We're gonna to start that. kicking it. dog. Oh, yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. Red, we're in there. Uh, yeah. yeah we're gonna I, smoke at the hotel. Yeah, this is gonna be a good time. One of them. I oh, was smoking, <laughs> smoking <laughs> the air at the hotel. Oh yeah, We're
2: partners with the, that hotel.
4: You, the, where you can smoke at? Yeah. What's yeah. the name of it? Uh, I always forget.
2: Uh, where's Frankino? <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? That's the. It's, it's called, called uh, uh, Claritin. Uh, hotel. Yeah. So. Uh, so we just partnered with the Claritin Hotel and the other ten, ten hotels. So. Um, so we're we're rolling out a um, a marketing and branding campaign for them and all the ten of their hotels and. Uh, including the, the Vegas one, which is the. Uh, we might need uh, the Wonder Brett room. Yeah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. so we have rooms. I don't know if you know that available right now at that location. So we're actually, um, well, we'll go into detail yeah. after we talk about it. We have yeah. our own rooms, and so each, we have a Cannabis Talk 101 room. Um, Advanced Nutrients is uh, going to be getting on board, a couple other people. Um, so you get an opportunity to have your own room at that place or multiple rooms. Yeah. And then um, we're also discussing how we can service t- into those multiple rooms. Uh, on either a delivery service or on a concierge like you know Hey grab your cocktail from the thing and as soon as it comes up, it'll just charge your room. Boop So we're working on that as well. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's a pretty nice little facility. Well listen up, Brett
4: um, again, I'm just geeked out though that you can actually stay at a hotel and smoke in the hotel and have to to get and, kicked out
2: And it's not that bad of a hotel. I, I was there. I mean, I actually stayed there uh, the other night with um, What was his name? Ric Flair and uh, the Tyson 2.0 guys, That's cool. they were having a party there and we were all out there for the the celebrity golf tournament we were talking about. And uh, I stayed at the hotel, Chris and I stayed there, it was great, we had a good time, we smoked and and no one said nothing. Uh, They had some pretty good food, they had great drinks, Um, uh, they have a rooftop that you can go hang out and party on through private events and and, and, you know, do the whole thing, so it's gonna, it's it's, gonna make some things happen. Yeah, Uh, it's going Mm -hmm. down. So there it is, guys. We appreciate you joining the show. Brett, thank you so much once again. It's Cannabis Talk 101, and remember this, if no one else loves you, we do.
4: Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101
0: on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at
0: letsmakeaplan.org.
1: Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com.